Welcome back to another episode of the Blondest Podcast. I hope you guys had a wonderful Christmas and just holiday season. And Happy New Year. Happy New Year. It's Tyler. Duh. And Savannah. There we go. Hi, guys. Okay, we're so excited to be here today. So with the new year, I just like setting my intentions for the new year. I feel like it's really important to just talk about your goals and just really, truly get in tune with what you want to see your life become. So in 2023, things that I'm trying to change in my life to be more intentional is to let go of things that aren't good for me. There's a lot of things that I feel like I do in my life that, you know, are just a crutch or just things that I do because it's easy. But I want to challenge myself to make more daily habits to do better things for myself. And what I mean by that is like not sitting on my cell phone for 30 minutes when I wake up in the morning and like forcing myself to like just get up out of bed and not use my phone as a crutch because I feel like I just waste so much time. And now that I'm, you know, a mother and Cyrus is growing up, like there's just so many more moments that I could spend with him if I, you know, was more, I guess. Present. Present. Yeah, more present. And it's hard because my job does revolve around social media and like I need to be on it. I wish I could just get on my phone to post what I need to post and then just get off, right? But I can't because I have to know what the trends are and the trending sounds and like what's up and coming. And like to keep my business relevant, I have to do some like research, right? But I feel like I use that as an excuse to spend a lot of time on it. So once you get what you need to get, you just have to set that boundary to get off your phone and be present and spend more time with your family. One thing that I always hate when people say there's not enough hours in the day. I truly feel like it's just how you optimize your time. Time isn't real. Honestly, it's just how you choose to get things done and how to be efficient when you're making those tasks and doing those tasks. I feel like I have a lot of time every day. I feel like there's so much time to do like my Instagram stories. And I just started dabbling into TikTok and, you know, things like that. I think it's really just how you break up your day and how much time you delegate to each thing. And I think doing a little bit of everything instead of just like fully focusing on one thing every single day, you'll get more done. I used to be a very like one track. I don't like that you're texting when I'm talking. I feel very disrespected. Okay, I'm so sorry. I'm trying to coordinate with your husband right now for a babysitter. So yeah, we're give willing, me a pass. We want to go see Avatar. Give me a pass. I give you a pass. Okay, thank you. I just, it's distracting because I'm really ADHD. So okay. when I see you in the corner, like I feel like I, my mind goes elsewhere. I mean, you do that on your phone while I'm talking on the podcast, but I guess we have double standards now. Oh, shit. <laughs> that was spicy. Um, but I believe you. Yeah. I, I think for me, what I used to do all the time would just be like, I'd focus on one thing. I'd be like, okay, today I just need to like create one Instagram chart and like, then I'm done for the day. And then I'd like neglect everything else in my life when it became like, you know, being a manager or being, you know, present for my clients, which I always am. But, you know, just I could be more, you know? Yeah just be better at it or just, you know, whatever it was. And so now instead of just focusing on like, I have to get this one task done today from like finish to start or start to finish. Now I'm like, okay, if I get started on it, I can pick it back up tomorrow and like each water, each plant instead of over, over watering one plant. Yeah. Cause let me tell you guys, that was Savannah's MO. Like <laughs> you would have a, like when I worked for her, we would have like a list of shit that she would give us to do the day before the next day. Mm -hmm. But that morning when she walked in, it was totally different and everything had to be changed because this stuff needed to be done. It was this more day. of a priority for me. Yeah. So yeah. it was like, now she's like spreading Facing things yeah. out and knowing it's not life or death. 
if you can't finish something in a day because I would make myself sick. Like yeah. I would literally be like, no, like I have to finish this entire PowerPoint presentation today mm-hmm. instead of just making small strides towards completing a goal throughout mm. the week. Yep. So yeah, so that was a little fun thing. But other intentions I have for the new year is to be healthier, um, take care of my body more. Retweet. It's hard. It's really hard because I hate, I don't hate it. I just mentally, it's a really rough subject for me, like working out in the gym because it's so funny for me. Like, honestly, I could just eat good for like three weeks and then I like crash and I'm like, fuck that. I want hot Cheetos. I want pizza. I want buffalo wings. I want M&Ms. I want ice cream. Like, I want it all. Yep. And so that's not super sustainable for me because I'll do really good for a while and then just fall off. And And it's a lot easier to gain back what you lost than it is to lose it. hundred percent. And I don't like the gym because it triggers me because I have always had that all or nothing mentality, kind of like we talked about earlier in this podcast. And I'm like that with the gym. Like if I go into the gym, like I see red and I like nitpick myself apart, like And so I'm like all or nothing, which is not healthy because, you know, even just doing a little bit of exercise is better than not doing any exercise, but I can't do that. I get into this mindset that I need to be like a size zero and I need to have a six pack and I need to have like the most sculpted abs that you've ever seen. And it's not healthy. And I know that's a trigger for me now that I'm a mom and a business owner and people rely on me to like pay their bills. Like I'm like, I can't get sick like that again and go through another eating disorder. So Mm -hmm. I just completely avoid it. Um, which, you know, I want, my goal this year is to find a healthy balance. I feel like I'm old enough now. Um, I feel like I have more like tools with therapy and things that I've done in the past to like pull myself out of that. I think I just like also have used that as a crutch of like, oh, I can't because I'm scared of like relapsing and going back into that toxic mindset and just being like really unhealthy. And, you know, I don't know. It's scary because it was a really hard time for me when I went through that in high school. And I always know that I have that trait in me to like fall back into an eating disorder and fall back into just overworking in the gym and stuff like that. So I don't know. And then the other side of me too is like, I don't know. I feel like there's just so many things I'd rather do than go to the gym. Like I'd rather be with Cyrus. I'd rather take a bath. I'd rather, you know, make money. Um, I'd rather post on social media. I'd rather watch a movie. I'd rather cuddle with bits. Like, but is money worth your health? See, at this point, though, I feel like if I'm, like, doing my daily, like, you know, and I'm eating healthy and I'm moving around for work, like, I don't feel like I need to be, like, working out. You don't move around that much at work. Not as much as, like, like, working out is. See, you guys, I am starting off 2023 with, with a personal trainer because I've never worked out a day in my life. Like, she has trauma from it. I've just never done it because I've been too afraid to. Because I feel like you don't know what you're doing, you know? like. So it's hard for me to like go to the gym because I feel like everyone else around me is like fit and knows what they're doing. And then not everyone, not everyone, but like, you know, especially like, I don't know, in Flower Mom, like the Lifetime Fitness is just full of like these daddies. No, but also like, like all like the 20, the 20 year old and like the, like, like the football players and all that stuff. Like, I don't know. It's just really daunting to me. So I was trying to get Savannah to do it with me, but she's saying like. Well, also, it's 30 minutes from my house and 20 minutes from my work. So well, maybe don't live so fucking far away. 
okay, well, I wanted a new house <laughs> and I didn't want to pay a million dollars. So I moved to the country. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. But there's no like personal training anywhere near you. Yeah. I, I would go to you. But yeah. There's nothing there. I know there is nothing there. I feel like for me, what I'm going to try to do this year is Pilates. I feel like low impact exercises are probably like more my vibe and brings me kind of back to like my dance days and stretching and things like that. Like, I feel like that's just something that is more like peaceful for me rather than like running on a treadmill and like lifting weights. Like, I feel like that's just like a very big trigger for me. But Pilates is something that I always did when I danced. And so I feel like that's something that would be more my speed. And we have a club Pilates literally right next to my house. Oh, nice. I've never done Pilates, but when I like looked at it, it looks what are those like giant machines? Yeah. Like, I don't understand them. Like, what do you do? So basically you use your body weight to work out. Okay. So it's all about your own body. You're not like, you, and it's a lot of like stretching and like moving your body. Yeah. So it's, I like that because it's cool because it's low impact, but you do really, it's really good for toning and firming the body and just like good for stretching and yeah. Maybe that's what I needed to do. Yeah. Because Pilates my last workout, you know, I was out of commission for a week. Well, using like five pound weights. Get your y'all. money back and let's like, start going to Club Pilates together. Gosh, I should just do both. Yeah, we should do Club Pilates though, for real, for real. We should get signed up today. Okay, maybe. Okay. <laughs> um, so that's another thing I'm trying to do this year. And yeah, I haven't thought about my third. I always have three New Year's resolutions. Um, so I'll let you guys know when I figure out my third one. Tyler, do you have any New Year's resolutions? Um besides being healthy like me? No, mine. My big one was honestly like getting into the gym with a personal trainer. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's something that I've thought about doing for so many years, but then I like never really like found the right fit because I did not want to work out in a gym. Mm-hmm. But the one that I found is like a private studio, so there's no one else around you. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I I think I started to at the end of this year, but I really want to continue it into next year. Like. I used to have an unhealthy relationship with working because like at night I work nights and then sorry, I would do nothing all day mm-hmm. because I was like, it's my nighttime. You know what I mean? But like, I'm really wanting to like have a life outside of work. So like, I think I give you that. Yeah, you do. So like going over to your house or going out with you or going to lunch or just stuff like that, mm-hmm. where I'm not just like working, going home and like doing absolutely nothing mm-hmm. because it just feels so unproductive and like I feel like my whole life is work and I don't want to feel like that yeah I think you've changed that for me too because before you I didn't really have friends that makes me sound like like no one wants to be my friend (laughs) I don't let people be my friend yeah she doesn't trust anyone I don't trust anyone to be close to me and I'm very selective and two back to Savannah I'm a very this is people don't I don't know how many more times I need to say it before people realize I am an all or nothing person like You are like, if you're my friend, you're my best friend. I don't just yeah. have friends. Like, I don't. Like, I'm very much like an intense relationship type person. Like, you're like basically like my ligament. Like, she either has like me or like slight acquaintances. Slight acquaintances. Like, she, it's not that she doesn't have people in her life, but it's just like she's not going to text Talk them Talk to you all every day, day yeah. hang out with you every day. Like, I just don't have time for that yeah. or want to. Kind of shady. I that's definitely. That's shady. I don't. I just. I don't need anyone to fill my cup. See, that's the thing. Is if I felt like there was something missing in our friendship, like I would find another friend. But I'm just so perfect, y'all. Sometimes you've been pissing me off lately. But give some examples. Air me out. <sighs> you've been really mean. I have not. Yeah. 
You've been mean too. I give it back. I don't start fights. I finish them. No. <laughs> no. But it's okay because I love you and you say it out of love. But um, yeah, I just, I don't know if I just feel like you give me everything I need. So I just don't feel like I need other people. Per. Yeah. The only people I have outside of you are like people that I've had in my life for like forever. Yeah. But like they're, they're like here and you're like, so. You heard it here first. Sorry, Josh. Sorry, Adriel. <laughs> oh, shit. Y'all don't listen to this, so <laughs> we're we're safe. This is a safe space. No, I'm going to get this clip and I'm going to put them in a group message and I'm going to send it to all of them. I'm screaming. <laughs> okay, but back to the meaning of this podcast. We're going to talk about how manifestation, law of attraction, and positive energy truly transformed my life. I am a huge believer of this, and I used to think this shit was bogus, you guys. Like, my dad is truly a big reason why I am successful today because I looked up to him so much. And these are things that he taught me at a very young age. And I truly did not listen to him or believe him when he told me this. But once I tried it for myself, basically, I believe when you hit rock bottom, there's nowhere to go but up. And I feel like I hit my rock bottom when I, you know, didn't feel satisfied with what I was thinking my career was going to be. I was going through acne. I was single. I couldn't find a good guy. I, you know, felt like I was just a failure and a loser. And I just felt like I would never be anything that I needed to marry rich to have the kind of lifestyle that I wanted. Um, I mean, I just truly did not believe in myself. I didn't think highly of myself. I thought I was ugly. I thought I was fat. I thought I was stupid. I didn't think I was smart. Um, and I just had all of these really negative self-talk beliefs. And I truly believe what you feed yourself subconsciously becomes conscious. And I know it sounds silly, but there is a science to it. And I've done a lot of research. I've done a lot of listening to podcasts. I've done a lot of personal experiments with this that truly what you create your reality to be is what you attract around you. And it's a weird phenomenon. It really is. And until you experience it, you won't believe it. And I truly believe that. And so if you are listening to this and think I'm crazy or think I'm full of shit, like I don't blame you. I thought that the same stuff about my dad. I was like, no dad, like you're successful because you're smart. You have a beautiful wife because you're smart and you make money. But like, it really wasn't that he just always manifested positivity for himself. My dad grew up in a trailer park with really poor parents and never thought he'd get into a good college until he started telling himself that he was smarter than all of the kids in his class and that he was going to do big things. Now he has his own business, his own company. He has a beautiful wife, my mommy, um, and he has kids and a stable income and, you know, has had everything he's ever wanted in his life. And my dad, I remember this story specifically. We were in Florida visiting my aunt and I was at the pool and I was just sitting down and I was on my phone looking at whatever I was looking at. And my dad sat down next to me and he was like, what are like some things that you say to yourself daily? Like what positive talk do you give yourself? And I was like, I don't. And he was like, you need to change that. If you start now at this age, like you're going to be unstoppable when you're in your twenties and thirties. And I was like, what do you mean? I was like, if I tell, if I say I'm skinny, am I going to wake up the next day and be like a size zero, like twig supermodel? If I say I'm rich, is like money going to fall down from this tree and just land in my lap? And he was like, it's not like that. It's just, and I couldn't understand it because I'm such a literal person. And 
I've talked about this on the podcast before too, but I like visual things. Like things have to make sense for me. If they don't make sense, I won't understand it. I like things that make sense. And that didn't make sense to me. I was like, that doesn't make any sense how I just say I'm going to be skinny and then I'm skinny. Like that doesn't make Mm -hmm. sense to me. Like how soon does it happen? Like what's the timeline? Like, (laughs) is there anything else I have to do? Is there a certain way I need to say it? Is there a certain tone I need to say it? Like, no, it was just that simple. And I think that's the thing about manifesting that confused me is that it's really not that hard. Like Mm -hmm. it's a pretty simple thing. It's just hard for people to understand and believe in. Um, So anyway, throughout my life, I, you know, always had my dad trying to tell me about law of attraction and no one listens to their dad. I mean, let's be real. Like you don't like, no, like I was like, okay, cool. (laughs) Cool. My dad was like, if you read this book, I'll give you $20. And I was like, literally looked up spark notes and like pretended like I read the book. Like I never read it. Now that I'm older, I've read it. It's think and grow rich. It's a really good book. Um, but my dad would just always be so big about this. And when I said hit rock bottom and my life was shit, I was just like, what if I just speak positively? What if I just tell myself I'm already where I want to be? What if I just start making small actions throughout the day that better my future life, you know? And it happened for me and it happened so fast. And I love when people ask me, I just did a podcast recently um, with some estheticians and they asked me about my journey and it really took me back to those moments of when I was really building my business and the stuff that I went through, because now I feel like it was just such a blip on my radar. It was such a short amount of time. And I'm just so used to where I am now that you forget where you came from. You forget the the accomplishments that you made and you forget, you know, the struggles that you went through. And it didn't happen overnight for me. I didn't sit down one night and manifest becoming the Dallas esthetician, you know, like I didn't just wake up with 200,000 followers and, you know, a million bucks. Like it didn't happen like that. But I think what changed for me was speaking positively and attracting goodness into my life and just truly focusing on where I wanted to be and believing I was already there Yeah, and believing I was already there. And I think that's truly what it is. Um, and it was sometimes the funny thing for me is I did a human design course and basically it's just like your birth chart. This might be hokey pokey for you guys and that's okay, but it's your birth chart and basically just what you're meant to do in life. And I am a manifesting generator, which means it's really easy for me to manifest even when I'm not trying to, which is pretty cool. Um, and for me, I'm just a planner and I think being a planner and being type A helps me with my manifestations to move along quite quicker because I'm already planning the next step as if it already happened. Yeah. And that's what manifesting is. It's preparing for something that hasn't happened yet. I mean, it's like, it's like whenever you didn't know that you were going to open a storefront, but you were buying all your furniture. Had in a storage unit. Yeah. You had a storage unit specifically for everything. That I ever wanted to have in it. Yep. Isn't that crazy? And that like, and then at that point, it's like, well, I need to work my ass off. So I have 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 all this fucking shit that I need to to use. So I better have that storefront. Exactly. High five, brother. I agree. And that's exactly what I was about to say is me just being a planner, I feel like has helped my manifestations come up a lot faster because I'm already doing things for the future. Like right now, do I have any plans on moving? No, but I'm already like looking at like floor plans that I'd like for when I moved and, you know, places I'd like to live. And I think just putting that energy out there that that's what I want and it's going to happen. And I think it's just believing that you deserve success too, is a big thing that you're worthy of success. You deserve success, but you also can't have ego. So it's a really hard balance. That's 
the two things is believing you deserve it, but also being humble about it at the same time, because the universe is not blessed people with a big ego. Yeah. You know, spirits in the universe, they don't have ego. So they're not going to be attracted to you if you have a big ego. So you have to let your ego go. But it's hard because on the other side, you have to be confident too. And you also have to have that good intentions towards yourself. So it's like being confident, but not being egotistical. Egotistical. Yep. Exactly. Um, so yeah, it's a hard thing to balance. But when you find balance, the universe just plays in your favor. And I think another thing that I learned that has really helped me and you know, for a while, I used to think people that did this just had toxic positivity. And there is a difference between toxic positivity and knowing that things happen for a reason. And I truly believe that. Um, I stopped working with a company this year and I thought it'd be the end of the world or last year. I thought it'd be the end of the world. And that was going to be a big thing for me. And so many opportunities and blessings and bigger things for me and more money for me came out of that. Yeah. And so when one door shuts, 30 others open and it might not happen the next day. It might not happen the next year. It might happen in 20 years, but just know that like, it's not all a loss. Mm -hmm. If you lose a friend, if you go through a divorce, there's always a reason. There's always a reason. You just don't know it now. And so look at that as, okay, that wasn't for me. Okay. Let it go. And wasting your energy and time on something that's already let you go is just a waste of time. It really is just a waste of time. If someone's letting you go, let them let you go, you know, absolutely, 100%. There's no need to fight for it. Like just move on and focus on something else and better things are going to happen. New doors are going to open. And I think that was a really hard thing for me to accept when I was building my business, when, you know, timing wasn't right with certain things. Like I couldn't open skin better right in that moment because I didn't have a medical director, but it wouldn't have been good for my business or for me financially to open a skin better account when I just started my business. Like I couldn't have afforded it. And where I am now, like, I feel like just timing is everything and the universe helps you time these things out. So just because you're not where you want to be right now, you're where you're supposed to be. You're where you need to be. And there's a reason for it. 100%. And it'll happen when it's supposed to. I 100% believe that. I think everything happens when it's ready to happen. And I do think a lot of it, though, too, is that you have to make it happen, right? Yeah. Um, you can't just like be like, oh, well, the universe is just going to give me a sign when I should do it. Like, Follow your gut. Your yeah. gut is your biggest thing. And that's another thing I wanted to talk about on this podcast is gut instinct. Um, that's a big thing for me. And for many years, I didn't know that this was like one of my like psychic abilities was my gut, but it is like, I swear to you guys, I make 99% of my decisions on an immediate gut feeling like, yes, no, yes, no. Like I trust my intuition. I know my intuition. I trust it so much now. But there are days where I'm like, no, you're being a little cynical or you're just, you know, being over worrying or just being weird about something. But 99.9% of the time I'm right. And there is one, which I can't talk about on the podcast that I have this gut feeling about somebody, but I can't, I just, I know I'm right, but I'm not going to do anything about it. And so I'm just going to like, let it happen. And then when it happens, I'm be like, I was right, you know, um, yeah. but we'll see. Maybe she'll prove me wrong. <laughs> I don't know. But um, when I was a kid, you know, gut instinct was such a big thing for me. And I love my mom, but she used to gaslight the shit out of me <laughs> and be like, no, you're being dramatic. No, you're wrong. That's not happening. You're being crazy. You're overdramatic. Like, 
you're over worrying. And like, so for a really long time, I grew up that anytime I had these gut feelings, I would have that voice in the back of my head telling me that I was crazy and overdramatic and wrong, you know? And so I never trusted it. And then it would happen. I'd be like, oh my God, I was right. You know? And that would be happen with boys too. Not just my mom did this, but she definitely was the first one to start it. But I mean, guys, like, no, baby, you're the only one I'm talking to. And you're like, I fucking know that's not true. Like, you don't, you don't have proof that they're cheating on you, but like, you just know, like, you're not a dumb bitch, girl. Like, you know, and they gaslight you. And then you find out that like, every time, like you have this weird feeling when they're like, oh, I'm hanging out with the boys. And you're like, I have a feeling he's not with the boys. Or like, I'm at the gym. And turns out, and you're like, you just have that feeling. Like, there's no proof. It's just like, you're like, I don't know why. I just don't believe that you're at the gym. You know, and then you find out like that specific time that you felt that feeling that he wasn't at the gym. He was not at the gym. He was at Samantha's house getting raw dogged or he was raw dogging her. Okay. I was about to say, wow. (laughs) Either one. Samantha could be a man. Okay. But, you know, there's just so many of those times where men and people in my life would just gaslight me into thinking I was like just crazy and dramatic, but I knew, like I always knew. And so as I've gotten older, now, when I have these gut feelings about people, I just am like, bye, except yeah. with this one situation. I'm honestly, it's kind of a social experiment for me. I just want to like test my abilities one more time and just see if I was really right about it. Um, but most of the time I am. Why do I have no idea what you're talking about? I mean, I, I obviously know about it, but I, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh. We'll see. We'll see. Honestly, like. I want to believe that it's good and not a bad thing. Okay. But I don't think it is. Yeah. I also feel like you. uh, Yeah. Well. mm, Yeah. We can't really talk about it. We can't really talk about it. But um, if it happens, I'll talk to you guys about it, obviously, later on. Um, But we're not going to manifest that. We're going to man. That's why I'm trying to see if I can reverse it. Okay. Okay. I'm going to be like. Be good. It will not happen. Yeah. It will not happen. Um, but we'll see. But anyways, intuition is such a big thing. I believe trusting in your gut and really just knowing you know what's right for you. Like your body like knows what's right for you and what's not right for you. I just truly believe that. It's just like making decisions on what to eat. Your first instinct, like intuition is so strong, and some people have better intuition than others. I have a really good intuition that sometimes it's hard to believe yourself and trust yourself because I get those moments, like with this one, where I'm like, Am I just overthinking it? Am I being dramatic? Am I being crazy? Like, what if this is a really good situation? You're you know? not. Okay. You're not being crazy. Your intuition is absolutely right on this one, but it's okay. Well, I'm just going to let it see what happens. Yep. I don't know why. Usually I'm so like, when I feel that I'm like cut everyone off, but like, I don't know why with this one I want to try so hard. Yeah. Well, you're in between like kind of needing to as well. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's true. But anyway, Tyler, have you ever manifested anything in your life? Um, see, my initial gut reaction was no. But I feel like with Theola, I mean, kind of. Mm-hmm. Like, I started really late compared to everyone else who mm-hmm. was at my, like, playing ability level. Mm-hmm. Like, most people started when they were, like, five or six and I started when I was 13 so like I was really far behind the curve on playing and just like I don't know 
people having like a six year, seven year jump start on you playing an instrument is like a huge time. Yeah. And, but I was just like really determined to be good. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I, I, you're amazing. I said I was going to go, like, I really wanted to go to like a top level music conservatory. The one I ended up going to was the best for my instrument. Like every other person that I was in school with had been playing since they were like a little young kid. And makes me so proud of you. Thanks. But, um, and you could, and you know, you could be a millionaire viola player if you believed in it. No, see, that's your problem. Name a millionaire viola player. Name a millionaire esthetician. There's probably a couple, but not many. No, but like, I don't like. I don't think there is a millionaire viola player. Like, I don't but think it's you like could a job. be that. But what if you were the first? Exactly. Well, you I'm are going to be, be like, the first. Hey, Beyonce, I'm charging $250,000 to come play a concert at your house. Like, I don't, I don't know where the money is in it. There could be. Okay. But you'd see, you just make, you have to believe that there is opportunity for that. You never know. You never know. I feel like it's such, like the thing I about, came like, into the industry when there was so many estheticians and I was just, like literally at the brink of the break. But like, that's the thing is like your industry is a lucrative industry. Like, could it, be. Can be. But a lot of people don't make it in this industry. That is true. More people don't make it than make it. Yeah. But I'm saying like as a business owner, like if you look at like people who own med spas and stuff like that, usually they're doing decently well for themselves. Yeah. But if you look at like even the best viola players, they're not. Well, doing much. So you could make that change. No, like that's the thing is like skincare is up and coming, but classical music is not up and coming. But it could be. What if you like became TikTok famous and like people were just obsessed and then everyone wanted you and then Joe Biden wanted you to come play like at his funeral because he's definitely going to die soon. It's really old. (laughs) What if he wanted that? We're on a podcast about manifesting and you're going to talk about (laughs) our dear president dying. On a manifesting podcast, really take it back. Okay, well, I don't want him to die, but I'm just saying, like, he's old. He is old. He's like, he's very decrepit. He's gonna die soon. <laughs> I'm not manifesting it. It's like a fact of life. Okay, yeah. And what if he wanted? And then you go, but and then they obviously would probably air his funeral on national TV. And then you're the viola player. And then what if someone sees you? And then they're like, oh my god, he's so hot. I want him to be a model for our next Hollister ad. Okay, and then they see you, and then. You playing the viola made you a Hollister model, which then made you like walking down the runway show for Prada. And now you're a millionaire like model with models don't Kendall get paid Jenner. That much money. Male models don't get paid money. Okay, whatever. I'm just trying to help you manifest your dreams. But... I, I, I appreciate that. No, I really do. Um, but no, yeah, I've seen manifesting a lot in my life. Like Josh, for example, like yeah. no one our age gets the job he got in an mm-hmm. orchestra. But when he was auditioning, he, he's my friend. He's the principal bassoon. He's the one that's down here. He, okay. Damn. Gotta bring it back up. I'm the one that's here. Um, he's the, like, first chair principal bassoon <laughs> of the Fort Worth Symphony. And he, like, no one our age wins those jobs. Like, every person who has that job is, like, 40, 50 years old. Like, has played in other orchestras and small orchestras, blah, 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 blah. And when he was auditioning, he was like, I cannot say I'm like, I want to win, blah, 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 blah. He's like, that. I am the principal bassoonist so of the Fort Worth. Like, before he even went, we, we looked at our apartment that we were getting together. We picked our apartment. He wanted to sign the lease before he auditioned. Wow. 
like that level of manifestation of like that's me i have to live here because it is gonna happen yeah so like that and it already happened and then it did happen yeah and like and that's how you have to think about it it's like it already happened like i'm already the principal bassoonist like i already live here like this is already my life like and then you just make strides towards that yeah and that's exactly so like i feel like mine was more like slow like i think it was more like subconscious Mm -hmm. like i just wanted to do it so i yeah like did stuff to attain that but like his way is much more what I see in you. Yeah. Like, it has happened. Yeah. Like, it's already happened. Oh, yeah. Even though it's, like, five years down the line. It's already yeah. happened. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, my manifestations for this year is, one, getting a Birkin bag. Okay, yeah. Manifesting that. It's already that. happened. It's already happened. Yeah. I already have my Birkin bag. No. I envision myself walk every night when I go to sleep. And also, guys, dreams are parts of your manifestation. Dream Okay, so if you can't, like, make yourself dream certain things, obviously that's really hard. But at nighttime, so if you're a beginner, this is my little tip for you. If you're a beginner manifestator, manifestator, um, lay in bed when you're really tired, right about to go to sleep, close your eyes and just play a clip as your life was like a trailer, right? Like your life was a trailer of a movie, what life you wanted it to be. So in my trailer, obviously, I'm walking out of my big-ass mansion with my Birkin bag, and then getting in my little Bentley with my little Pomeranian. Not a Bentley. Okay. How many times do I have this to drive This is my home? manifestation. I know. And I'm going to alter it. Just a little tweak. Just a little tweak. No. Even our Hermes sales associate was like, Bentley are disgusting old people cars. And you were like, really? I like them. I wanted a Bentley. But listen, the funny thing is that I don't care what other people think about what I like. Yeah, so. you do. Don't fucking lie. Not really, though. I A little, like a small amount. <laughs> but if I really, really like it, like, that's true. eat that's my true. ass. That's true. That's I true. like it. Anyways, with my Pomeranian named okay. Zink, his okay. name would be Zink and he'd be all white. And if anyone steals that, Fitz is dead at this point. <laughs> Joe Biden and Fitz are goners. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, Fitz can be there, but he typically is not in my manifestations. Okay. okay? Is Cyrus there? Yeah, of course. Okay, just making sure you're not killing everyone off. <laughs> no. It's just me and Zinc, Lance, Cyrus, and Fitz are somewhere else. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but anyways, and I pull up to my big spa, and I can't tell you the rest because they're secrets. Okay. But it's my life that I want for myself. I, I can guess a few things. Yeah. But basically just a trailer of your life. Like, what would your trailer be? If you had, like, you know, a trailer of your life, like, what would it what would your trailer entail? What would you see? Um, never thought about it. Okay. I'll think about it. And we'll ask you next time we record. I... It's your homework. Okay. Unless you can think of one on the spot right now, what life you would want to create for yourself. I'd love to be a stay-at-home husband. Yeah. You'd be awful. No, I'd be so good. You actually. would cook and clean? Yeah. I'd learn. That's mm-hmm. so much easier than having to go to work every day. Yeah. Unless you have a kid. I'm that I'm fuck kids. I'm not having kids. Don't say that. Don't say fuck kids. That's mean. Personally, for myself, I'd rather die. Okay. Anyways, um No, like I love We're sorry Cyrus. to children and we're sorry to Joe Biden. No, I love Cyrus. Public I apology. Love, I uh, no, no, here's the thing. I meant fuck kids in the aspect of like them being your responsibility. Like yeah. I like kids. I like being around them. Like I think they're cute. I think they're great when they're being mm-hmm. good, but like Having to like bathe them or put them it's to bed or change their diaper. It's different when it's your baby. Yeah, they say that, but I, don't I think didn't think so. I, but I felt that way about like having kids. I didn't think I wanted kids, but now that I am a mommy, like I love him, you know? 
Yeah, but like you don't have an option but to love him. No, a lot of parents don't love their kids. <laughs> Not relatable. <laughs> Not relatable to I you. I loved. Well. I feel like you have, that's crazy if you don't love your kids. A that's lot of people wild. don't love their kids. They neglect them. That's why there's a lot of sad stuff that happens. Yeah, that's true. But So you don't have to love them, but So yeah, you no kids. Okay. Stay at home husband. You know, I'll fucking, what, vacuum, clean up. I already do that shit for you. Like, Okay, I when home. have you vacuumed my house? No, I wouldn't vacuum. But like, I go in before you do. Like, I'll get to your house first. Three times. Do it every time. Sit with your chest. Do it every time you come now. What? Pick up your house? No, mm-hmm. I just do it because I don't want you to get in, get walk into the house and already be in a bad mood. Yeah, I do. That's a big thing so, about me is my atmosphere is my like peace. Yeah. So like I'll walk in and I'll see like some clutter or the candles aren't lit or like the Christmas tree wasn't on or like the sign, the LED sign isn't on. So I'm like, like really quick. He's like, what's up, what's up, what's up? That way there can be like peaceful vibes when she walks in. I love, I'm a slut Why are you trying to discredit no, you Me. do a really good job, but I am a slut for a clean house. I really am. I love a clean house. But no, I'd be I'd be really good stay-at-home husband. Yeah, I love that. Okay. Or my personal assistant one day. I would do well with that, too. Amazing. I'd do better than... Never mind. <laughs> Tyler! <laughs> I was going to say any other bitch on this blog. Okay. Anyways, I'm going to read you guys something my dad wrote me for Christmas, and um, it's super amazing, and we'll do a follow-up podcast on manifestation, because I do have more tips and tricks for you guys, but I don't want to make this podcast too long, Um, so let's read it to you. So it's called How to Make Your Own Luck. Actually, I'm going to let Tyler read it, because he's really good at reading. (laughs) I knew this was coming. I was about to say, are you sure you don't want me to read it? Okay. How to Make Your Own Luck. Even if you don't think it's possible, you have every opportunity to create your own luck. Be ready to seize opportunities when they present themselves. Mm. Lance texted and it got in the way. Sorry. Being ready to seize opportunities when they present themselves is up to you. It's not a paranormal occurrence. Anyone can take control of where they are heading in life, no matter their age or situation. Point number one, be assertive and proactive. If you don't walk your path, no one else will or can do it for you. Why should they? You can and must innovate, create, and do your stuff your way. Quote-unquote chance is involved in random luck, but improving your luck is never about relying upon pure random chance. Number two, venture. This luck requires positive, proactive effort and nurturing your ideas. No venture, no gain. No input, no processing, no output. No get up and go and not moving ideas up and outward to make or boost events to develop and happen, then no luck. Three, avoid useless, purposeless risks. Sorry. You can't control chance events, but you can take action to improve your situation. Believe that things happen because of you, how you approach life. Believe in yourself. Don't say, I've never had talent. People who think like that usually are wishful, but didn't really try enough things or keep at them for long enough. Expect great, lucky ideas to occur to you, but do not worry if you're not inspired right now. Work through your doubts and muse and meditate about goal-related matters. Be ready for new ideas. As soon as inspiration hits, find a way to write it down. If you don't record it, later you'll probably wonder, what was that great idea? If you do not focus on a reasonably dynamic idea to develop and to actualize, then that kills this luck. But if you have and believe in your ideas, you can then make positive changes at many levels. Last one is raise your expectations. No matter where you are or where you'd rather be, you can move beyond simply existing. 
Pump up your goals any way that you can. Realize that lucky people focus on getting it done and go beyond simply making it do. Making do. Making do. Don't wait without good reason. Recognize that perpetual procrastination until something's better just comes along amounts to making excuses. Just comes along. Recognize that personal procrastination until something better just comes along amounts to making excuses. Until something better just comes along amounts to making excuses. That English confused me. I think yeah. there needed like be some punctuation. Yeah, my dad definitely. He, my dad is smart, but he is not good at it. He, some things he writes. I'm like, I'm very confused. This was good though. He, he wrote nice. all this. Yeah. Damn. He's really like into that, and I am too. Love I didn't that. believe it until I did it, and that's like the whole point of this podcast is like seeing is believing. Yep. One hundred percent. And. I used to think this stuff was absolute woo-woo dog shit. Like, I was like, that's the stupidest shit I've ever heard. Like, I can't think myself skinny. But you can. Yeah, I think so, too. You I mean, can do anything that you put your mind to. The thing is, if you put your mind to it and you take the steps yeah. that you need to. You, you can't, can't just, just sit there yeah. and just be like, I'm going to be rich. I'm going to be successful. But I think it starts there. It yeah. does start there. I think the first step is speaking positive. But that's the thing, too. It's like, you won't notice. Like, okay. This is the last thing I'm going to say. We'll do another podcast about it because we're getting real long here. But everything we do, we're basically on autopilot all day, every day. You're autopilot. Like, you know what? You don't think about it. You don't think about brushing your teeth. Like, you just get up and you do it. You know, like, it's like, it just, you drive. When you drive, like, you're not thinking about driving. You're just driving, you know? And I think in life, like, we're just on autopilot. And, like, especially when you're working and you're busy, like, you're not consciously making choices, mm -hmm. right? You're just in this altered state of existing and just doing and yeah. getting through the day. Like you're just getting by. So these toxic habits or this trauma or whatever it is that we have that we hold on to, these self-doubts, these negative thoughts, um, stress at home, you know, just anything that we have, it's going through our day-to-day -day and it's subconscious and you're not realizing it because it's so subconscious. And the way you respond to things, the things you say to people, your reactions, like everything is so subconscious and it's already pre-meditated kind of in a way, you know, like it already is pre-existing. It's already there. So when you make small subconscious changes to your life, it will eventually change your autopilot and the way you go autopilot and make it more of a positive thing than a negative thing. So that's really kind of what I wanted to explain to you guys. But anyway, I believe in you. You have to believe in yourself because it doesn't matter who believes in you if you don't believe in yourself. That's all that truly matters. And Take small strides to make your day a better day and just start off speaking positive to yourself. Write down three things you like about yourself um, and believe them. Don't just say things that you don't believe. You know, you have to actually truly believe them. Writing it, okay, if you don't actually believe it and you're just writing it, it doesn't do anything. Preach. Yeah. Do you have any closing thoughts? No, I don't think so. I mean, you know, I'm not as into manifesting as you, but maybe I should be. Yeah, I'll help you. Okay. Well, we'll we be love Pilates you guys. manifesting girlies all of 2023. Okay. Slay. Sounds like a big change in my life. I love it. All right, guys, we love you, and I'll see you next Monday. Bye. Bye.